We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is the hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. another episode of what the world needs more of my name is jerick robbins i am your host for this episode uh we are joined by special guest jim bubba bay sir thank you for joining us yeah thank you thanks for having me jerick hey we're excited now we're gonna dive into the question of the show which is what do you believe the world needs more of well i i I believe the world needs more uh love uh compassion appreciation belief and patience and, uh, you know, the love, the love part, you know, everybody could use love, uh, you know, some of the homeless people and all that, you know, you, you give them a smile as you go by and it makes them feel a little better, you know, and, and that's just a great thing. And then compassion, uh, caring for each other and everything's just, uh, you know, I, I've learned because I was hurt so bad that all these people cared for me to help me get back to where I am now today. You know, it's, it's, it just helps each other to care for each other and, to help each other out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, appreciation, we have to appreciate every moment because today's the only day we got, you know, it's it. Today's the day. Uh, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. I, you know, for me, I went for the walk that night and I pretty much almost died and, you know, so it, you know, changed my life that way. And it made it, you know, more, um, that every day is the day, you know, and it's a reminder. And I also had two kids pass away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it's a reminder there, too, that and they were, you know, one was a, uh, 10 days and passed away and the other one was 18 years old and passed away. And so my whole point is like my 18 year old, uh, I get bothered because he never drove a car. He never had a girlfriend. He never got the chance to do any of that, you know. So uh, uh, I've learned to appreciate, you know, uh, on the other hand, I still have three kids. So I, I, I even appreciate them more, I guess you can say. You know, the hugs and stuff like that. You know, it's really great. And then, uh, you know, everybody's got to, you know, believe in themselves, believe in something, you know, and um, believe that they can do it and believe it, you know, that, you know, tomorrow's going to come and today's going to be a great day. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, the patience part is just, uh, you know, you you got, you know, people are impatient so much and they they tend to, you know, uh, they tend to you know, push things and, you know, try to get things done. And sometimes it's, it's time, you know, patience, sometimes, you know, it will happen. It sometimes things take more time than you think. Sometimes they're a little faster, but, uh, it's really a key to all that. And all that, a lot of that I've learned from since my fall and, you know, since me getting hurt myself, uh, it's taught me quite the lessons about all that, you know, and, um, often I got to remind myself of all those still, you know, you got to remind yourself sometimes, you know, cause, Life, life can get difficult at times. So it's true. it's true. So love, compassion, appreciation, belief, and patience. 
That's it. Powerful additions. Now, you've alluded to a fall a few times. For everyone listening, what happened? I actually, uh, the, the real short version, I went for a walk. I don't normally walk. I moved in. I rented the house from my brother. I, I, I normally... I, I do landscaping with my brother. He has a shop next door. And so I moved in, me and my ex-wife, we split up and I had, you know, so I rented the house and, and I normally walk in town. I've always, as you probably can tell, the bub in the whole thing is I've been a big guy most of my life. But after I got out of high school, I lost a hundred pounds. And so I know what it's like to be, you know, thin and, you know, and then, and then in my adult life, I've been thin and then, you know, somewhat, I don't bounce around crazy, but you know, I'm a big guy. I'm Bubba. So anyway, but I normally don't walk around this house, but I didn't feel well that night. And I said, Oh, I'm going to be, have a rough night sleeping. I'm just going to go out around here, um, for a little walk. So I ended up going for a little walk just to feel a little better. And to make a long story short, I went down the one way that I normally don't go and there's no street lights and stuff. And so I, on the way back, to my house I was just on the town road it's a dead end road and I saw car lights down the road and so I when I walk at night yeah I, I move off the side of the road and I stop and I wait and so I ended up waiting on the side of the road or I went to wait on the side of the road and I took a step and I took another step to get off the road next thing I know I'm flying through the air so I fell like 14 feet 15 feet landed on my head wow. uh, yeah so I ended up uh in the end, I ended up breaking 20, uh, 23 bones with 26 fractures. Wow. I broke my, I broke, fractured my skull, brain bleak, concussion, traumatic brain injury. I broke my left scapula. I broke 11 ribs, seven on the left, four on the right. And I, I landed and hit my left side of my head, my left shoulder, my left rib area, and my left legs. And my whole right side of the body never hit the ground. And I broke four ribs over there. That's how hard I hit. And then I broke C7 two ways. And I broke... And then I broke T12 to T1. I broke nine of uh, I broke nine of those. I broke two of those two ways. Wow. So I broke 26, you know, bones, 23 bones, 26 fractures. And then the amazing thing is I actually climbed out of it all myself, <laughs> and uh, got to the road and all that. And then uh, I ended up, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I met God. Some people believe, some people don't believe, but I, I, I met God at the road and had a conversation with him. And uh, next thing I know, he left and. And he told me, I, you know, to tell my story and, you know, I got things to do for him whenever. And and then I saw a neighbor's house and I saw a little light inside. I, I didn't know it was my neighbor's house. and I never met the woman personally. And uh, so I actually got up and walked 200 feet with, with uh, my fractures and all that and knocked on her door. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, and the the one thing about it is it's it's a and then the sheriff's followed my blood trail and found where I fell. And so. It's like it's the the fact is I fell in the culvert. My blood was there. My cell phone was there. A trail to this house, and I knocked on this woman's door with no. And then if you believe God helped me, then you believe. Some people don't believe that if you don't believe that I had help from God, then then you're saying I did it all myself. You know. But, but either way, it's a miracle. You know, whatever you want to believe. So, and I talk to non-believers, believers, and I'm okay talking to everybody. I don't. You know, it's just a testimony. You know, so whatever they want to believe, it's okay with me. You know. So, yeah, so it changed my life, changed my life, you know, dramatically. So I can hear that. So this is going to sound like a silly question based on what you just shared. But what would you consider to be your wow factor? Oh, well, my wow factor is I kind of just explained it all. It's a, uh, you know, all my life I was uh, I was heavy all the time, you know, most of my life. And and uh, and, uh, you know, 
in the sickness and the death of my kids and my fall. And why I bring that up, what's the real wow factor around all that is I'm just Jim Bubba Bay. I'm your common guy, you know. I'm just the guy down the street, the the landscaper. My family's owned the gas station 53 years, and you know I'm just that guy, you know. So uh, and and the amazing thing is, if you look at me, you meet me, you would have no idea I got hurt. You would have no idea at all. Uh, so it's you know my wow factor is is the common, you know I'm just a common guy, and people relate to me, you know that. Uh, and I had all that happen to me. And oh, and by the way, on top of all that stuff, uh, there were so many medical bills and all that. We lost all our homes and stuff like that. So we went bankrupt and, you know, that bad thing. And, you know, that happens in uh, the whole world. You know, you know, tragic things happen. And uh, that's what happened to us, mm. you know. So, um, you know, I have all that. So people can relate to me in all different ways. I guess that's the real well factor that they can relate to me in all different ways. And. I have an experience to talk to him about and I can understand them, you know, I had this one guy, I was working the gas station real quick. He, uh, he came in with a broken, he came in and he was complaining and he was like, you know, bitching and complaining and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and I let him speak and I was running the register at the time and he just talked and talked and talked. And well, as I said to him is I understand, he told me he broke his neck and that was bothering him. And that's all I said. I understand. That was all I said. And, uh, so he, he got his stuff and he was walking out the door and he pushed the door and he turned around and he said to me, he said, why do you, uh, how do you understand? How can you understand? And I said, well, I do. I really have like a one minute version of my story. I said, well, I broke my neck. And he goes, well, how'd you break your neck? So I went through what I just told you in, in a minute. And the guy actually turned around and looked at me and he said, what am I complaining about? I got nothing to complain about. Mm. And the, and the amazing thing was the guy never came in our gas station before and something told him inside to pull in. Hmm. And the whole idea was he was supposed to meet me. And uh, the amazing thing, he left and then I walked out and there's a receipt on the ground and I just picked it up and chucked it away to keep the place clean. And he drives back 10 minutes later and he goes, I lost my receipt. And I said, I said, oh, he goes, oh, it's for the business. I need a receipt. And I said, oh, no big, I printed him another one. He goes, I want to tell you, I, 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 that something told me to pull in here. I've never been in here, and, and, and it was to meet you. And the guy told me that, you know. So that happens often now, you know. And But it happens for me, too. I'm, I'm, I got quite the intuition now, and I'm told to, inside. I, I, I ignored it the first time, and it turned out very bad. So I learned very quickly when something inside tells me to go do it, go do it. And, and sometimes it's just me to meet people, for me. You know, not for them to get inspired, me, me or anything, just for me to meet them to make, you know, to help me, you know, to make me feel good or whatever, you know, something's in it, you know. So, um, but that's my wow factor is that people can really relate to it, you know, and uh, I have so much to talk about to people, you know. Uh, many people come up to me since they learned about my kids dying and they've shared their kids died on the side to me, you know. I never knew it, you know, so yeah so powerful it's a powerful gift you can share with the people around you because it allows them to experience and understand the fact that they're they're not alone and that, right you know you you see what's going on in their world and you're there to help them and that, right that's a, that's a beautiful gift you're sharing with people yeah that's that that's what i got out of the whole meeting with god and everything like that is just to share what what i've been through uh to to help others inspire them and you know to um you know, like, you know, my friend, you know, we, we, we kind of were talking one time and we said, uh, you know, 
what's amazing about your story. And then we said, well, how many people, cause my one son died in 2000, my other son died in 2006. And I, I fell in 2009, November 15th. Matter of fact, it's coming up. My anniversary would be nine years. Anyway, how many people, you know, have two kids die, almost die themselves and come back to talk about it in a decade. It's like a decade, you know? So we, we were like, wow, that's pretty amazing. You know, he actually brought it up to me. He said, that's pretty amazing. I said, yeah, wow, that is pretty crazy. You know? So yeah, it's, it's been uh, quite the treat, especially since I was an introvert before I fell. So it's quite the gift, you know, that, uh, to be, you know, extrovert and out there, you know, yeah, it woke up a whole different side of you. Oh, it did. It did for sure. I, I had no idea it was in there. Here's a question. What's a moment that's made you feel incredibly humble over the years? I have to tell you, uh, I, when I fell, I see people since then, because I have 13 fractures in my neck and spine. I mean, I've learned through, you know, like you go to rehab and, and, and you hear stories. People don't tell you their last name, but like a therapist would be like, yeah, I had Joe as a patient and he's paralyzed. And yet Joe was on a little three-foot stool changing a light bulb on his porch and he slipped off and fell and he's paralyzed, mm. you know. And I hear all these stories and here I go 14 feet, 13 fractures on my neck and spine and I do all this crazy stuff and climb out of the culvert. Healthy people have gone down there and tried to climb out where I came out. They cannot believe I climbed out of this thing. And I did all this crazy stuff and I'm walking. So what makes me very humble and, and I had to get over it. And the way I got over it, and I'll tell you in a second, but when I see people in a wheelchair, um, it's I had survivor's guilt really bad for a while. And I know it's only me in the accident, but I really felt bad, you know? And uh, But it finally came to me through, you know, through God or through message, whatever like that came to me is if I wasn't meant to live paralyzed because no one would have ever found me because mm. I had a four, four and a half inch crack in my head and I was bleeding bad. No one would have found me. I would have bled out and died. So I was meant if I was going to live, it would be walking. So but it's very humbling when I see people like that. It it, it still gets me. And I also had to wear that back brace and um uh, you know, all that full body brace. My dad, it's a little neat story. It was uh, near, my dad was staying with me so that I could go home instead of staying in the rehab. And uh, it, I had this turtle shell thing on and stuff. And my dad had needed these meds over, you know, about a half hour away. And we have this favorite Chinese buffet and it was New Year's Eve and we had no plans. And I just got hurt not too long ago. And my, my dad was like, you got to come with me. I can't leave you home. And I'm like, I know that. So we put my all my braces on and I walked with a walker. And that's very humbling, too, to be honest with you. So, so I'm walking with a walker to the car. And so I get in the car and we go. And then my dad's like, hey, you want to go to the buffet? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I can help you get food. I'm like, all right. So I go to the buffet. And normally when I went out, I always covered my brace up with like a big sweatshirt and stuff. I forgot all that. So I took off my coat and everything like that. And next thing you know, everybody was staring at me. Hmm. So it was very humbling. I was on the other side of the fence when people have something wrong with them and stuff. You know, people stare, you know, I was that person. Uh, so it's very like that hits home with me too. very humbling and very, you know, uh, changed my I never really stared too much, but we all do. You know, you have a, sometimes you look and stuff. But now I really like I, I, I in those situations, I always look at them appreciative. Of, of what they've been through or what they're going through or whatever, you know? So, um, it's been, uh, you know, very, very humbling, that whole experience there. Mm. So, 
What about an awe-inspiring moment? I have to tell you, meeting God was the most you know amazing thing in my life will ever be. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get back to that you know um, point. Uh, it was just amazing. I actually got to this log on the road. It's a very key part of the whole thing. I got to this log on the road, and everybody would know they're laying on a log at night. You would didn't know. I would know. We all know one, but can you describe the log? So this, so they were going to fly me in a helicopter. That's how bad I was. But they couldn't fly the helicopter, so it was too foggy. They couldn't. Uh, uh, there was no street lights on the road. Uh, there's only like seven, eight houses on the road, or something like that. It's a dead end road, and there's no. Um, the, the moonlight wasn't there. There's no sunlight. A car would have picked me up because when I got to this log, or they would have stopped to help. I was only like a few feet from the road, three or four feet, and I was a bloody mess. And I was laying this log. I closed my eyes, and I went to. I, I was just content and dying. I was as peace as dying as could be. And the next thing you know. Uh, this light bright came outside. God came. My kids were there on the side and they, I didn't talk to them, but they were there and I had the conversation and all that stuff. But while I was laying on this log, I was able to see the, you know, those logs that lose the bark and they're like a telephone pole on the outside, a little soft on the inside there. They had that look. I was able kind of to see what I was laying on. And then I, I had that conversation with God and just, it was so beautiful and, um, the colors and just, just the whole thing. And, uh, you know, and and then he left. And the amazing thing was I was never told what to do next. I, I just was I, I got things to do or whatever. I'm like, OK, that's great. And and then I finally, uh, you know, sold it. I know it's symbolic, but it really was a little tiny light. And the amazing thing of it is that that house with that little light, a lady wasn't home when I, my neighbor wasn't home when I fell. She had just gotten home from a four hour trip from Jersey up to upstate New York and just got home soon before I knocked on her door. So she wasn't even home. And if this woman wasn't home, I'm dead on her lawn, you know, because uh, there was no way I was getting any further. And uh, so anyway, when I they put me in a coma, I was deuced in a coma and all that stuff because I, I the most pain, pain, best pain meds weren't taking care of my pain. They weren't even touching what I so they put me in a coma. And when I woke up in a coma, I told everybody about. I told my family about meeting God at a log and they said, well, there was a lot of blood on the log. You definitely stopped there. And I said, well, the log has no bark, no branches. And they were like, whoa, you know, but yeah. And so, yeah, I said, yeah. So to fast forward, there's, they made a Karen bridge is a great dot org is you can make a web page for people who are sick, cancer, uh, you know, anything hurt. And what it is is people sign on with their email and then, Whoever's running the web little web page for whoever, you know, update on Jim. He's he's out of a coma, you know, and they push send, and everybody gets an email that says something new happened, bad or good. Something new happened, and so you can go on and follow. And so nobody's calling the house and bothering the family. So it was great. So when I was in rehab, my brother had pictures on there of where I fell, and he said, "You want to see where you fell?" And I said, "All right." So I, I I didn't really know if I wanted to anyway. So in he showed me the first picture. There was the log I described straight out of a coma to a T that I, I, I told him I met God at that night. Hmm. To a T. You know? So they all all those all and I was a believer before this, but all these experiences, they always have an aha moment that you really gotta scratch your head and go, Well, wow, how is that possible that he could, you know? So it was there. It was exactly how I described where it was and everything. Right out of a coma, and it was pitch black out. Wow. So yeah. So wow. it's amazing stuff. Good experience. Yeah, it's it is. Certainly an awe-inspiring moment. Yeah, that it is. That it is. What about is. 
What about your greatest fear? Well, I actually, my, I don't have any fears no more. And why I say that is because before I fell, my fear was dying. I was afraid to die. I just, I really was. It was a really, really, really big fear. Fear of mine is just dying and stuff like that. And uh, when I went through my, you know, my accident, my fall and all that stuff, I, I just, I thought I was dead. I literally did. I never died. I never, oh, and the other thing, I had an in-body experience. I didn't leave my body. I didn't go up to heaven, look down. I didn't get above the trees, look at myself. I had an in-body experience. And I pretty much was almost dead, but I didn't die. I didn't like totally die. I, you know, I was ready to die. I was like, okay, this is it. You know, my life's over. And uh, so I don't, I guess it's like once the fear, like your worst fear is like answered, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's, it's answered. And I'm like, oh, okay. My, you know, it's not there no more. You know, uh, do I want to die? No, but I'm not afraid to die. You know, and that's, the difference i'm not afraid to die anymore have no no fear in it at all i just you know do i want to die no but and and i was at a party and i was talking to somebody and then somebody else overheard and they were like oh yes you are you, you you're afraid to die and i said no i'm sorry once you've been there i mean other than the pain and all that it was actually kind of beautiful in a way you know uh but I didn't leave heaven and stuff. But other than the pain and all that, and of course missing my family and all that on this part. But to me, I had a couple kids in heaven. If you believed in heaven, my one son was ten days and died. My other son was eighteen. Where would they be? You know, I didn't know if I was going. I didn't know if I was going to have this. You know, you know the ability to go. You know, I didn't know. But that's you know. But dying, I'm not afraid. So I don't. I don't really have any more fears. You know. I'm not perfect, you know, like things come, oh, I got to, you know, think about that. I wonder, you know, if that's going to happen. Oh, maybe I better be careful and stuff like that. But I don't, I'm not afraid or anything. Um, matter of fact, it's funny. I, I, I used to be afraid of the horror horror movies. And, and my one son lives with me now. He, he he's a, doesn't even want to watch them. And there's two of them. My daughter's coming to visit. And, and I, I want to rent them. I want to I'm not afraid. I, like, like I want to go on ghost hunts, you know. It's crazy the things that have, have like changed in me to, you know, I want to, uh, let's go, you know? So it's been quite the amazing thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's been really good. Really, really good. Now, what are you most excited about for your future? I'm meeting people. Hmm. Meeting people. I just, I, I, before I fell, I was an introvert. Once, once you met me, uh, I talk your ear off. I literally would. Once I got comfortable, you or you, you met me. I talk your ear off. I could talk, talk, talk all you want, but to meet that person was a challenge. I was afraid of the phone. I'm not gonna lie. Even to that day, I was 46, I think, when I fell, or 44, 44, and and, and I was still afraid to use the phone. I was, I mean, literally, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh well, I better no especially calling somebody new or a new business. I mean, simple stuff. I know it sounds crazy, but that's where I was, you know? And I just, you know, and, and, and since my, you know, my fall and all this, just meeting people, is just, it's just amazing. Like I, I do inspirational speaking and all that. And uh, I got a, you know, next week I got a, next Saturday, I got a talk in, uh, over by Danbury, Connecticut. And, and it, I'm just excited to meet the people. You know, 
And uh, and the, the, I, what excites me the most, though, to be honest with you, is once people know the, what I've been through, they they come on the side and they feel comfortable telling me their stuff. Mm. And and amazing stories out there, amazing stuff. And people like some people meeting God. Of course, I you know put it out there that I met him. So people come up with these amazing stories and they share them with me because they know I'm not going to judge them. And then these other people come up to me and it breaks my heart because my heart's broken from my kids and they share that their kids died. And I had no idea these couple or these person or this man or woman had kids die or a kid or kids. And, you know, they they come and share with me, you know, and um, it makes you feel, uh, I, I guess, warm inside in, in a way that they're, they, they feel comfortable to share with me. And uh and they say they help me, you know, I help them, they help me, you know, it's like uh, both ways. And so I, I just meeting people, I just like, like even with you, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this, you know, right now. And, 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 but, you know, I'm meeting you and, you know, we, we're connecting, we're talking and it's just amazing. It's amazing. I did an event. Here's an amazing thing. And I have to tell you, I did an event uh, and everything and this, um, I have a book out there. Anyway, the, 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 it's, this is an amazing thing. So I put it on Audible, okay? Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, this is really – maybe this is the most humbling thing, whatever. So I did this uh, book event in uh, Middletown, okay? And I went there, and these this blind lady showed up on the front stu- uh, sidewalk, and there's like a strip mall. And, you know, I don't know where she's going, but you – you know, and we look out and I had to, you know, go to the bathroom because I just got there and then another blind lady showed up and then I'm like, well, maybe they need, but they had their dogs and all that. And then a man, gentleman came and I'm like, oh, they're good. Um, my friend Joel, who runs the Christian bookstore in Middletown, he was there and um, he was like, oh, they look good. OK, so off I go. I'll go to the back. So in the back, I go back to the store, go to the bathroom. I come out and he yells out, Bubba, they're here to meet you. And I'm like, whoa. They're here to meet me. I had my book done on Audible. Anyway, the one lady, they, they can't see. The one lady can barely see. She puts this thing on her head and like the magnifying, the, like this little glasses, like two feet from her eyes or whatever. Anyway, she loves Audible. And I still to this day don't know how she heard about it. And she saw that my book was on Audible and listened to it. And they loved it so much. And it even gets more wow, right? So they come, they're dogs, they come all just to meet me. Talk about humble, right? They love it. And of course, the one the one friend there is like, I want to know what God, God sounds like and I want to know what he looks like. And of course, the woman's blind, you know what I mean? So I told her and they were hugging me and, you know, and stuff like that. And it, it, I was just blown away. So we take pictures. I got pictures and stuff and it was wonderful. I was just blown away. And it made it all worthwhile. All the audible, whatever I spent or whatever, it was all worthwhile just for that one moment. So they go and they were hung out for a half hour, 45 minutes with me. And, and they leave and they go on their way. And the rest of the night goes. And it went well. I, I met people. I go to these events to meet people. I don't care about anything else. So I'm done. And I go up to Joel and I wanted to buy a movie and a book or something like that uh, from him. And I go up front and I'm paying for the stuff. And he goes, he goes, yeah, that was some day. I said, yeah, it was a great day. I just love meeting people, Joel. I, like, I became friends with Joel. And yeah, yeah, he goes, well, that was something else about the, the two blind ladies and stuff. I, I know their name. One was Gail and one was something like that. But I have a brain, my memories, 
sometimes uh, from my brain injury. Anyway, so he goes, yeah. He goes, amazing. I said, yeah, it was amazing. They come to see me. He goes, Bubba. He goes, you don't know the whole story. I said, what are you talking about? They came to meet me. It just blows my mind. He goes, Bubba, you really don't know the whole story. I said, what are you talking about? He says, those women live in New York City. And they somehow they got all the way to Middletown, which is an hour, hour and a half or whatever. They took this long trip just to meet me. Hmm. You know, all, all from this you know, audible and I'm listening to it, you know, and it's very humbling when that happens, that kind of thing. Like they come to meet you, you know, and, uh, it, it just was an amazing, amazing. I think I didn't go through the door too well. Cause my hit hit the, hit the ceiling, you know, o- only because it, it just blew me away. It wasn't like, Oh, look at me. It was just like, wow, I can't believe that someone would want to meet Bubba or even talk about Bubba, you know? Oh. And, you know, so it really was amazing amazing stuff you know and not so i'm excited meeting people and i just it just makes my day uh makes my day that's for sure i love it i love it now we're going to transition to the second portion of our show we call this the tactical tangible practical applicable immediate stuff someone could take and apply right into their life or business or situation and so the first question is what do you focus the majority of your thoughts and time and life on each day as of right now well, of course, I, I get up and it's, you know, a miracle to be alive and a miracle to be walking and to be able to function like I do. Uh, I try to, uh, you know, uh, stay positive and life still happens. And I have I've, I've made some mistakes since, you know, like big mistakes. And I try to I'm trying to get over those. And I just try to, uh, you know, stay focused, positive. And you 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 uh, I've learned today's today. You know, I really have. I, 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 for a while, you know, even to the point where I fell, you know, today's, oh, today's today, but today's really the gift, you know, that we all have. It really is. It's, it's, it's the gift. Uh, I, I have this, my aunt helped me with this. Uh, she died. She just recently died. And right before she died, she helped me find this dentist and, and, um, uh, I just needed some help and, you know, when they have this nice payment plan, you know, it all, it really was amazing. It worked out just like I was hoping somewhere I would find. And my aunt got involved and she found this dentist and it's been wonderful that they, they are really, really that good. And just the whole way it works, it, it's exactly what I needed. And my aunt found her and then she died. And I was just waiting for the last moment to make sure what was happening really was happening, like what the bills were, how I could pay them and all that. So I was waiting and I wanted to get it all together and say, yes, this is so great, Aunt Barbara. This is the most wonderful thing. And she died before I told her. Hmm. So whenever I go to the dentist, I'm constantly reminded of her. Other times I'm reminded of too, don't get me wrong, but this particular time when I go to the dentist and uh, so don't, forget to hug your kids. Don't forget to say what you want to say because tomorrow might not come. Mm, And I just, I just learned that lesson recently. I mean, real recently as far as that part, you know? Uh, So yeah, that's, you know, that's really something to do. It's so true. Now here's a question in staying present to the fact that it's a miracle to be alive in staying positive and making the most of today and realizing today's a gift. What's a key to your success in that? 
one of the things that I'm going to have to say is the chronic, the chronic pain I have because it's a constant reminder mm. of, of where I've been and where I am. Uh, when I was in the hospital, I, I said to myself, well, you break 26 fractures, you can't expect to come out all perfect, especially land on your head. You just can't. It's just, and to me, you can't. But you can get as best as you can. And I said to myself, well, I'll take, I'll take what God has you know, that I can do when people are amazed. I'm, I mean, I'm actually landscaping again, you know, and people cannot believe I'm doing that. And, you know, and so, you know, that's, uh, the keep going factor, you know, just keep pushing, uh, keep going, but also learn that, you know, allow things to come to you too. Mm -hmm. You, you gotta be out there, but you also gotta learn, you know, things happen, things come to you, uh, you know, things like that. And you just try to, you know, stay positive the best you can. And uh, uh, I, I, my, my spirituality is blown up. I, you know, it's just blown up. I mean, I, when I fell, I was, I was a Christian believer. I didn't know the Bible. That's the part of my message. God's for everybody. Cause I, I, you know, you shouldn't show up for me cause I, I just believe. And I went to, I called myself a Christian Christian. I went to church on Christmas and Easter. And other than that, I never went to church. I don't know the Bible, didn't read the Bible. And, and, um, I just didn't, you know, and, and it came for me. So God's for everybody. And, uh, you know, to, to that, that helps, you know, in the end for me too, is to know that. And, uh, when, when things get a little difficult, uh, you know, and I have to say the other thing is, uh, great friends and family, of course, great family. Uh, what, what, what an amazing gift that is to have a family and friends that are really, really great and really loving and caring. And, uh, cause when you slide down a little bit, they pick you up. I'm, 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 I'm human. I have my days, you know, sometimes the chronic pains a lot and, you know, and then I let it, you know, like, Oh man, I, I gotta go do this or whatever like that. And I, I try not to complain about it and stuff like that, but you know, my son sees this stuff and he's 21 years old and he'll send me a text message on hanging there, daddy, you know, love you. And, you know, 21 years old boy, it's not even a girl, you know, it's a boy, you know, and, and he sees this and he goes to work himself. And when he's on his break, he'll send me a message, have a great day, hang in there, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, that certainly helps, you know, that mm -hmm. certainly helps. And so our final question, which is what's one actionable tip we can leave others with of something that they can be doing each day to to experience the the kind of beauty of life that you're experiencing because you know for so many people getting knocked down falling down breaking uh, injuring yourself going through all this trauma would be a horrific experience that causes so much pain and tragedy having chronic pain would be a reminder of how bad life is but instead you've chosen to remind yourself to how beautiful life is and the fact that you're alive and the fact that there's so much opportunity and it's such a beautiful just moment to be able to meet someone new. And, and, and so if someone really wanted to cultivate that mindset and that experience in life, what's one actionable tip we can leave them with that they can apply each day to, to experience that kind of, I'm going to call it success in their life. Appreciation mm. to appreciate every moment, every day, every, everything. And I'm sorry. I know some of this, some of this stuff's all cliche, but look at the, Always look at the situation glass half full the best you can because there really is. There really, I mean, when you look at things, there really is, uh, there, 
there's always like an amazing thing. It's like, wow, that really, really, really was bad. But man, isn't that amazing? Like breakdown or, or, uh, you know, we happened, uh, we recently had a truck, uh, uh, blow, blow a tire. Well, normally the trucks, you know, on the landscaping crews, they go their separate ways. We happen to be going that particular day, that moment, following each other to a job. And that's when the tire decides to blow up. Hmm. So, and, oh, by the way, oh, look, there's a little side road that hardly anybody travels, like literally like 50 feet up the road, you know? And, and so, yes, it messed up the day some and all that. But, oh, look at all this appreciative things that happened for that, you know? Uh, like some of the bad things that happened to me since I've fallen have actually propelled me to greater heights hmm. uh, uh, because it's, you know, pushed me another way, said, well, that didn't work out. Now let's try this way. So appreciate all every, you know, the best you ability, appreciate all, you know, every day, every, you know, every moment, the best you can. And, and even when bad things happen, uh, I'm, I'm, the more and more I've learned, I look back at all the things and, and I realized, boy, there's some good in it. There's something good happened. Or it, it, it's really not as bad as you thought because, look, it could have been 10 times worse because that didn't happen and that didn't happen, you know? Um, you know, just, just all that. It's just been uh, to appreciate everything and, and learn. And, you know, gratitude, of course, you wake up. You know, it's the same similar word, but, you know, just appreciate and and, and I've learned that. And, and I still, you know, I'm, I'm human. Like I said, I still have my moments. It's like, okay, oh. And then when push comes to shove, that's the one, you know, when people can can relate, you know, to their tragedy. And their, their story. everybody has a story. Everybody has a testimony, all different ways. And that's what I love hearing from people. And, but, you, you know, when they, when I really get pushed, you know, like pushed hard, then I realized, wow, okay, sit 13 fractures on your neck and spine. And, uh, uh, you know, I broke C7 twice and I'm walking. I mean, Christopher Reed broke C7 and he's, he was a quadriplegic and died, you know. Mm -hmm. And here I am, broke C7, you know. And, uh, you know, two two ways. I don't I don't know whether he did it one or two or whatever. And, and then all, all the other fractures, you know, on my back and I'm walking. Mm -hmm. You know, so when I get down to that point and everybody, I think everybody in life has – of something they could turn around and look and go, wow, I was there or that happened there. Wow. Okay. I'm not too bad now. You know, I really believe that. I really believe that. I love that appreciation, looking at the world with a glass half full and, and really truly finding the good in all that you do. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's powerful. And it's true. That it is. Now, sir, I heard you mention that you had a book earlier. Yep. Yes, I do. If people want to read this book or find this book, where can they find it? Well, right now it's kind of timing thing, but uh, I had to re-change publishers, so the physical book is about to come back out. It's it's a revamped somewhat a little bit. It's coming out with a 2018. Uh, it's called Miracle on Hammertown Road, but the uh, Audible and the ebook are still out, so they can get the Audible and ebook now. And the physical book will be out available soon on Amazon and all that. Uh, it's just had to re, you know, get a new publishing company. My other publishing company had difficulties, so I got a new one. And then, of course, JimBubbaBay.com is on website, and that's where they can go, you know, get the uh, information and everything there too, and uh, see what I'm doing. Perfect. So, so JimBubbaBay.com, and then if correct. they want to look online, they can find probably via Amazon. 
the correct the Amazon on Hammer, Hammerton Road. Right, Hammertown Road. Yep. Very cool. Well, thank you, sir, for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank um, you for everyone who's tuning in. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, please make sure to share it with them. We believe your sharing is caring, and we like sharing people around here, so make sure to share. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all next episode.